You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. So before we jump into the episode, we just want to let y'all know that the Deadass Girls podcast wouldn't be possible without Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast, and they give you everything you need in one place for free. That's right. They give it to you for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They also got hella dope creation tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast to make it sound Poppin. They also will help you distribute the podcast. So if you want to grow the Deadass family like we do, you can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also make a little bit of cha-ching from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, to get started. Now let's get this thing rolling. Welcome back, you pieces of shit. It is I, Giselle, a.k.a. Jizzy, a.k.a. Jizzy. G6, because I stayed fly. Till I die. Today, I am joined by a guest host with the most. Now, we've actually spoken before, but this is the first time we meet in person, and he is not a murderer. That's great. All right. You guys may know him as Centipede Style. He has a dope collection of photography on Instagram, whether it be inst- uh, you know, wrestling shows, uh, the Pride Parade, regular skate vids, uh, or skate photos. Um, again, Centipede Style on Instagram, but I know him as my man Justin. Justin, welcome to the show. And you are listening to the Deadass Girls Podcast, all right? Let's jump into this. Um, FYI, if y'all hear like a weird sound in the back... It's the AC, because it's fucking hot outside. It's brutal outside. Yo, it's, it's mad hot, all right? So y'all going to have to take it. I'm, I will try to edit out most of the sound. I'll try to, you know, make it as clean as possible. But we're in a trap house, so it's whatever. Like, you're going to have to hear some sounds, some gunshots, you know, a little selling in the, down the hall, <laughs> whatever. Justin, welcome to the show. Motherfucker stepping on vials and shit. Hell yeah, but yo, did you just hear that? Oh. What does that sound? It's like it was the hair on cooking on the stove. It's like the wire. Right? <laughs> It's actually very plain, and this is it's like no pictures on the wall, which probably is a trap house because like there's no personal effects in here. Oh, you know, minute, I'm looking for that the D and his um what's we'll call it his his page number somewhere on the wall. <laughs> it's like right behind this pipe, actually. <laughs> See the camera up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know it's a trap house. <laughs> Justin, welcome to the show again. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having um, me. And. Th- Shout out to the Deadass family. Y'all been rocking with us. We're getting all these listeners. 
We got 6% of listeners in Kenya. I don't know how y'all accessing our shit, but yo, shout out to y'all. All right? Shout out to the 2% that listen in the UK. I don't know how late it is right now, but, you know, shout out to the UK mates. Shout out to the Canadian people. All right? And uh, shout out to the New York. Looking at you, sick right now. <laughs> oh yeah, did he already? Yeah. When did this happen? No, Yesterday? It happened like last night. At like oh okay. In the morning. Yikes. Kawhi left. Paul George went with him. Yes. Where is he? Where is he signing to? Paul George got traded to the Clippers, mm. and the Thunder got like a billion first round picks. Jesus Christ. Then you know what? Fuck the draft. Take everybody. That's it. <laughs> 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 just you know, no draft. Let's just we're gonna have. 15 on one that's mm. it like <laughs> listen um as a native new yorker i'm still bitter um as a nick fan um you know what's funny i was never really a sports fan what were you expecting i'm Golden. like i'm a new york fan like anything that new york does i'm a fan of except for the jets fuck the jets Yo, <laughs> well are you a jets fan yeah god damn it get out <laughs> it was cool up until that like, I'm a New York fan. Like, anything New York does. I don't know why. Maybe because I grew up and around people who are Giants fans. Mm-hmm. So, I was just like, oh, yeah, Giants. And then I've met Jet fans. And I'm like, y'all are. Oh, no. Real talk. Our <laughs> team is trash. <laughs> like, our team is buns. I can't name three other superstars besides Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Le'Veon. Le'Veon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Dylon, <laughs> So everyone, you know, we're just uh, kind of kicking back, uh, cooling off, enjoying the nice day that we're having indoors, not outdoors. Fuck the outdoors. And we're just going to be talking shit, you know. We're going to be talking wrestling, music, just everything and nothing at the same time. Um, and, you know, we're also going to get to know our lovely gentleman host a little bit more. All right, so that way y'all can just go and book him, you know, because we need to make that money out here. All right, so um, homeboy came through with the Vegeta shirt, looking like a bad man. (laughs) Got the anime print on. So tell me, when did you get into photography? Like, what is it that made you like, yo, this is my thing? All right, so I don't know if you want the long story or the short story. Yo, we got time. Alright, so basically before all this shit started... Hey, yo, I was in jail. Not, <laughs> not that long. Okay. Uh, I had a little, a little company with my two homeboys at the mm-hmm. time. And we were trying to like, you know, we were selling shirts and we were doing like customized furniture and all this shit. Wait, hold on. Furniture and shirts? Yeah, yeah that shit was wild. What kind of furniture? We were doing custom, like whatever you wanted. We would, we like, yeah, if I wanted a Supreme sofa? We could have probably did it. That's some douchebag shit, though, right? Like, if someone asked you for Yo, that? Yo, at that time, man, <laughs> you didn't care? I don't know what you wanted. <laughs> if you wanted a sofa with your spikes on it, we would get it. Oh, right. my God. You know? Wait, what's the freakiest piece of furniture you made, though? Um, The freakiest shit we made was uh, a skate ramp. That's dope. Yeah, but, like, our shit was kind of, like, the models were mad fucked. Like, the first three models we made had too much vert. Oh, so, so you couldn't... So motherfuckers just... <laughs> <laughs> you know, going straight down. So, like, that shit happened, and then while we were doing it, we wanted to, like, you know, create some ads and shit. Mm-hmm. And 
I was like, we don't got the money to be hiring photographers, so right. I was just doing it. Okay. So I started doing it. Then this nigga kind of, then the company kind of went under. Ah, oh, damn, yo. You know, so hard times. Yeah, we all went our separate ways after that. And then like, was it? Creative differences, was it those financial reasons, or just it was like you know what, whatever? It was just a lot of shit happening at mm-hmm. once, and we were just you know young and dumb, right? So we just felt like this shit should be happening now, and I was the only motherfucker really talking doing about it, the right? Like who cares about now? Like let's try to you know let's try to get our name out there in the next three years, exactly. So motherfuckers know who we are. You know shit happens. After that, like, I was just doing the photography thing just to, like, you know, keep my mental state, like, nice, mm-hmm. and, nice and even. And I started doing it, and I was like, yo, this shit kind of hot. Right. You know? so I started doing it more. You started like, getting better. You know, because when I first started, I had no camera, so I would just... Wait, hold on, what were you... I would just go and ask people... Like, our homegirls had cameras. Like, you only bought your camera for like two Okay. Oh, that's cool. That's smart. Like, I would just go You didn't out. buy the little disposable ones? <laughs> <laughs> I just went out and just shot shit. Like, whatever it was. Trees, skaters, mm. cars. Just, right. I would just, like, spend, like, six hours. Just, mm, just around, taking just around. Just going around pick, the yeah. city, just shooting shit. And once I got my money up and stuff, I just started, like, really committing to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've done some, some pretty cool shit since then. Like, mm-hmm. I shot a bunch of models. I've shot, I've shot a designer who's been making real fucking waves. Really? Yeah. Shout out to Free Art. That motherfucker. Oh, yeah. I was at, I've, um, I've reblogged a couple things on Tumblr. That motherfucker is dumb. They're, in New York. They're here in New York? Uh, he's in L.A. now. But oh, okay. He, he comes. He does that by coast. Right, stuff, right. You know? That motherfucker's dope. I shot a bunch of models. Have you ever gotten like a really weird request where you'd be like, I don't know about this chief? <laughs> like, have you ever gotten someone you'd be like, Ugh, um, I don't know if I should do this? I wouldn't say it was it was a weird request, but it wasn't from like a weird person, right? Like, I got a I shot this dude who I met at an art show, and he has an installation about World Trade Center. Oh, okay. You know, so he was like, I want you to shoot me while I'm spray painting my shit on the roof. Oh, that's dope, like, though. I was like, that's mad weird, though. Like, how, to, like, how uh, am I going to do that? Right. So, like, it took me a minute to figure out how to, mm-hmm. I want to, like, shoot it. But, like, his shit is dope. It's still there. But you never got like, yo, I want you to, you know, I'm going to be in the bathtub with ranch, eating Doritos. Yo, I want you to. <laughs> real, real talk? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Would you turn it down or would you do it? You'd be like, I would do it, but like, I, you gotta pay me up front. <laughs> you know? It'd be like, yo, I want you to, you know, I'm gonna be eating hot, spicy wasabi, put my tits on the glass. Like, I want you to. Yeah, yeah we're gonna make it work, girl. Just, you know, make sure that shit, that wire come through before I even step in. <laughs> Because I've had, I've had <laughs> issues with, with other people. Were they uh, money-wise? Uh, m- money and, like, content. Oh, so, okay. Like, I'm not going to, like, blow out anybody's name or anything. Right. But I shot, like, some other shit before. There's, like, another, like, little podcast, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, they would give me no feedback. Oh, uh, you just be like taking picture, taking pictures. Like, all right, thanks, man. Yeah. And you're like, I, you're not gonna tell me what you, what you, what you, you know, right? Like, 
what works, what doesn't work. Should I keep it, delete it, do it again? Right. But not everything's great. I had another another dude I shot an art show, and I asked her, I was like, yo, what do you want? Right. Shoot whatever. Yeah, you know what it is? It's like, I think a lot of people, right, like, I think a lot of people, you know, they're like, yo, you're the artist, man, and like, you're, but like, some people want to, they don't want to come off too demanding, right, but then some people do be like, "Eh, I'm I'm happy that you're even here, (laughs) but it's like, dude, I'm getting paid for something, I want it to be good, because not only is it for you and whatever you're going to use it for, but it's also kind of like for my portfolio, like, I am going to be picking the best photos, putting it together so I can get my name out, like, if I just shoot whatever, and I put whatever in my portfolio, motherfuckers are going to be like, yo. It's like I'm making a sandwich for you, you know, like, mm-hmm. Ooh, gonna, sandwich sounds good right about now. You know I'm, <laughs> I'm going to make a sandwich, and that's, you know, the photos and shit. If you want, you know, a certain type of cheese or mustard and shit, you right. gotta let me know. Exactly, because just a plain ass sandwich. <laughs> fucking two slices of white bread. You know? Not even one the bread like that generic that shit. Generic ass shit. That Amer- and anything. Fucking government cheese on that shit. No, no mayo, no that sauce. Jello, that Jello, fucking All right. whatever. <laughs> that Jello meat. <laughs> Fucking meat number nine, yeah, like you know, put that shit, shit on. Like like here you go. No lie though, I did have one of those last night. Uh, <laughs> I was smacked. I was fucking smacked. I was like, yo, I don't want to cook. No, I don't have no more leftovers. Those. Hell yeah. You're like, damn, did, did Ramsey make this shit? <laughs> you be like, yo, this shit, this shit might be top chef quality. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what? I even I fucked I fucked it up even more. This is an unpopular opinion. I actually like Miracle Whip. Yo, Miracle Whip is dope. It is. Yo, thank you, thank you. I met somebody else who likes. Miracle it actually Whip tastes good. Dope. Like it's tangy. It's like the right amount of tang but and sauciness. Need, you don't need a, see, motherfuckers think that yeah, you just slabber it and mayo are the same no. thing. No. So they put they put they spread it like exactly. it is mayo. It's like a flavor enhancer, Yo, so yeah. I, on, a, I, on a side note, I bought that Sir Kingsington, Kingsley, whatever. The, how do you say that shit? The mustard. I know they had like some Chipotle mayo. Oh bags. yeah, Yo, that shit is fire. I had. I forgot that's the name of it, but I know the logo. Like I see the logo in my head. I had that shit, and I'm like, oh, I was like, damn, eight dollars. I know. And I was like, oh, let me try. It. <laughs> and then I put it on my sandwich. And I was yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually had it with some like we bought French fries. Me and my brother were cooking, and we made French fries. So I had like a little bit of the little chipotle mayo on the side with some Cholula's Ooh, uh, chipotle sauce. Shit was fire. Of course, we were high as fuck <laughs> making that. And then he made a barbecue chicken sandwich. Man, that shit was bomb. I was like, yo. We should make a show. Like, we just... That's when you go to the sixth dimension. Exactly. Like, and then all I did, like, I took my little plate. So, this is, like, I had my my little oven fries. Mm -hmm. I had my Mm -hmm. government sandwich. And I had that chicken sandwich. All right. And I went right into my room, turned on the AC, and I started playing The Sims 4. Oh. For, like, mad hours. So, you were just out here. And I was focused. Like, I was like... 
Truly living, living, truly. <laughs> right. Well, actually, this is my first year living away from my parents. Oh, so now you so truly living. It just, yeah, me and my siblings. Clean, bro? Yo, it's dope. Even though I live with my siblings and my significant other, it's cool because it's like we're like we're a bunch of roommates but we like each other because we're family and you can tell them like yo shut up exactly (laughs) like you don't have to worry about like oh hey becky can you like lower down no i'll be like yo i'm trying to get this working can y'all shut the fuck up fuck up they're like yo you shut the fuck up i'm like all right bet and then you know we're like whatever man that's why you got no fucking food And it's cool because it's like, like I'm the oldest, so I be bossing my siblings around. But like, yo, who's cleaning the kitchen? They're like, you clean the kitchen. I'm like, no, I cooked. Y'all gotta clean. Like, <laughs> like, yo, you could go with mom, or you can move out. <laughs> I be threatening to kick him out all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. We're like, okay, go, go then. And they're like, I don't like this place anyway. I'm like, all right, I'm waiting. <laughs> so now that you are um you know an artiste mm-hmm. of the true finest arts where did you mix that with wrestling like how did you figure yo i'm because i've seen you actually shot some like indie shows like you know some some underground shows and then you actually interviewed me for your uh wrestling article which i'm still waiting all right, so, all right. All right, so <laughs> okay. no, they didn't mean to press you, no, but <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll, I'll break down into two parts. So I'll all start right. off with the whole wrestling thing. Wrestling has been a part of my life since like back in the day. The jump, like wow. I remember watching fucking SummerSlam mm-hmm. on VHS with my dad. Damn. Um, and I, the two moments that really stuck with me when I was a kid was Macho Man and Elizabeth getting married. Mm-hmm. That shit was fire. I love you, Miss Elizabeth. You know, he came out. He had that fucking his, his that tux. But with the arms cut off. Yo, that shit was just so like to me when I saw that as a kid. I was like, yo, that is so fire. Right. And then um, uh, watching the second ladder match between HBK and Razor Ramon. Wow. Yeah. That once once HBK dove off the off the ladder through Mm -hmm. that splash, I was like, it's a wrap. Right, that's it. Like, yo, I'm in this. I'm in this. Um, so like, it's always been a part of my life. Like, I wanted to be a wrestler when I was a little kid. I think everyone's had that. Yeah. But like, once once I started doing like more research on it, Mm -hmm. I was like, nah, my body, I'm not willing to put my body through all that shit. Right. Because I would just hear the horror stories about like half of them. Hooked on pills, mm-hmm. they can't walk and shit when they're forty. Right, exactly. It's like you know, you're, and I think that um, WWE has been trying to improve conditions, but it's still, it's still yeah. you know, it's still like the the, the turnover rate is wild mm-hmm. crazy. So like, I kind of put that on the back burner, but I still like watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, I never stopped watching wrestling. I'm That's like dope. not watch it as religiously as I used to. Right, right. But like. I, I kept up with all of it from TNA to WCW mm-hmm. to the indie shit. So while I'm going through all of my shit personally, mm-hmm. the one thing that I always watched just like you know just to keep me you know have fun was wrestling. Wrestling, right? Like, it kind of was like your constant, like your escape from you know from everything. Yeah, I get so, it. So like going through all that shit, and then 
once I got like really started saying I want to do this photography shit, mm-hmm. I put up a list of things that one I liked and two I thought would, would be real dangerous or challenging for me to shoot. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, and a moving object is challenging. Hard, so you have hard. like trying to like you. I forgot where you went, but I saw these pictures. They were dark, but it was just so awesome because they really captured the essence of a true indie show. Mm. Like it, it just—it literally looked like two shadowy figures going at it, and then like the crowd. It was just—I don't know how you compose that photo, but it's like one of my personal favorites because it's like, yo, this is exactly what it feels like to be in an indie show. It's like it's dark, it's gritty. Yeah. Like you captured that like essence of it. And it was dope. So like. Going through all that shit, because I was real apprehensive mm-hmm. on shooting a wrestling show, because I didn't want to be like one of those fucking nerds, like mm, you know? yeah, yeah. So, nah, man, you gotta if you got a real camera, you you know you. Well, like that's, <laughs> but you know that's subconscious shit. So like, mm-hmm. uh, I got over that hump, and the first show I went to was it was Casanova Valentine versus Nick Gage. Wow. And a no ring death match. Jesus. What was that here? Yeah, that was in Brooklyn. That was wow. in um, what the fuck was it? Was it called now? Um it was in Bushwick. I forgot, I forgot the name of the bar or whatever. So I go there, mm-hmm. right? And what I was expecting and what I got, two different things. So I'm expecting to see like, you know, an area where it's like a ring, but it's not like sub or whatever. Right, right. Nah, bro. <laughs> These niggas fuck behind like a legit bar. Like a legit. Like, like you got mad bottles. Or you're trying to order a drink and they're like. It was like, it was like being in here, <laughs> right. except mad, gringy, and dirty. Yeah. And beer was everywhere. I'm glad you don't call this gringy or dirty. I tried. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I tried. Because like before they fought, they had a band called Tight Fight. Mm hmm. They were pretty good, I'm not gonna lie. Got the whole crowd hyped. Type fight came in, did like a 20 minute set, but everyone's like yelling, stomping, like beers getting thrown mm-hmm. around. Like it's it's like sticky and hot. Sticky and sticky, and then these niggas had a no ring death match <laughs> after that. <laughs> Slammed each other. Oh. I, was, I was just like, whoa, this is crazy, but what fucked me up more than the fact that they fought this in this dirty ass, dingy ass <laughs> HPV room. <laughs> You know, was the crowd. You know, I was thinking, Oh man, you said HPV. You know, this, you know, this shit was unsanitary in the highest. Hold on, I need some hand sanitizer. Where is that? <laughs> Just you telling me that story. This is giving me a little heebie jeebies right here. <laughs> Cause I could just feel like the stickiness of the floor, it and was, it, was, <laughs> it was like five dollar beer night too. So oh like, shit, yo! You know, they had the, the whole game fucked up. So like they're doing all this shit, they're bleeding, they're bleeding and shit. Oh nah, nah. And, uh, and I'm like, how how long you stayed? You stayed for the whole show? I stayed for the whole show, cause only that one. You night. took a shower when you got home, right? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing I did when I got. If I didn't look at my picture, I was like, I'm going to look at it right after. Right. So, you have to exfoliate the whole body. <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm looking at the crowd, I'm expecting to see, you know, Caucasians, males. Okay, that's valid. Know? But 
what I saw was one a 50-50 split male-female. Oh, dope. You know, mad nationalities, mad ages. So I was like, if what I think as a wrestling fan, and I go to a show, and it totally contradict the, what I'm thinking of, mm-hmm. imagine what other wrestling fans right. that don't see this think. And I'm like, oh shit, you know? Like, so like, what is the real truth? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, because my whole life, I've always thought that wrestling was kind of like a majority white, white male, white yeah. male 18 to 40 yeah, age. You know? Yeah, and that makes sense. I was like, you know what? Let me just fucking find out myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and you like the hood Ace Ventura. You're like, yo, you know, I, the streets I, need to know yeah, about they, the they wrestling. Do. And then, to be honest with you, with, with everyone else, like all these wrestling podcasts and shit, like talking about wrestling and exploring wrestling, I feel like there's a lot of um, thoughts and opinions that all contradict each other, mm-hmm. but they all have central themes. Right. You know, so like what the... What are all the central themes? And that's why I started that whole questionnaire mm-hmm. so that I can figure out, no matter your race, creed, code, mm-hmm. you know, why you as a fan really connect to wrestling. Right. You know? Which is dope. Like, you know? we spent, I'm not gonna lie, I actually enjoyed myself that Saturday. Yeah. We just spent like a nice hour and a half, you know, talking. I took over, I know. I took over the conversation. No, that's what I want, <laughs> you know, like, I would. Like side note, because I have I have the questionnaire on a survey. Yeah, survey monkey, and, right? And on my survey, I can it tells. <laughs> you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Tells me the time on how long you take to do the survey. Oh, okay. And I had one dude take six minutes. <laughs> he didn't even like, think about that shit. I was like, yeah, I already, I already know this motherfucker <laughs> like to do as a joke. Because like one of his answers was like, yeah, I like boobies and shit. And I, was like, <laughs> I was just like, all right, cool, fam. <laughs> like, right, right. like, all right, next. Because, like, all of them was, like, a sentence long. I was like, damn, what? Like, you don't even need to take the survey. Like, Yo, you should have just, like. Uh, just one question. Now I'm better, you know. I like boobies and shit. I was like. Oh, my so God. It, when I first did this survey shit, I'm not going to lie. You were not expecting the shook. response? Okay. I shook because I didn't know. I didn't know what to expect because somebody's. Wrestling fans are real introverted. So, right. So, you know, like, if you approach them... You're like, oh, I don't know, man. You know? Right. So, I did a couple, and then I think the big break happened after I went to a... I went to a Jobber's Tier viewing party. Hey, shout out to the Jobber Tears. No, shout, shout out to them. They really helped me Yo, out. Yo, by the way, we are feuding with them. Just want to let you know. So, you got to pick a side. No, I'm just <laughs> we started podcast wars. Oh. All right. Um. Oh my God. I didn't even say this. 
my co-host Gina, shout out to Gina, we're actually recording later today too, but uh, we have a podcast wars, we're going to create a podcast title, and Jobbeteers, we have this long feud against Jobbeteers, specifically Sir Wilkins and his brother, Mm -hmm. shout out to Janelle, she's the dope queen, Mm -hmm. so you know, right now I feel like you are pulling... uh, a Paul, you know, a big show flip flopping around. Nah, nah, I don't know. That's, Might that's, have to. <laughs> that's, that's not what I'm doing, right? Yo, you can't support. Now I'm joking. Right. <laughs> Shout out to them. I oh, you went to Legends. Yeah, I love that place. Their fucking wings yeah. are huge. That's them GMO so, wings. Them shits is crazy. Them shits are huge. I'm like, yo, oh, this shit's got like, mass steroids in it. There for like six dollars. Yeah, yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, they be having some dope specials. Like, normally when we do go, we try to go for the big pay-per-views mm-hmm. um, just to make it, you know, an event yeah. out of it. And I try to bring, like, a, my crew, like, yo, I need a big table, like, five, six of us, seven of us. And we just be sitting there just, like, being mad, obnoxious, and rude, and loud, and typically, you know. Well, but, 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 real, real talk for this war, uh, I'll go heal for y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're the heels in this war. Cause everyone's like, oh, John Peters is so nice. And they're like, yo, that other girls are rude. I'm like, not, they fucking. <laughs> I'm not going to be no Robbie Eagles type nigga. You know? Nah, it's all love in the podcast game. But I did see you actually had like, a little table set up. Yeah. You had like people coming. So people were really coming up to you? Yeah, because like I was talking to them. Cause I went to the I went to the WrestleMania one. Yeah, yeah. That's when I first started. Like I first mm-hmm. like, I'm really going to do this interview shit. So after that, I contacted him. Was like, hey, you know, the next time you have another one of these, mm-hmm. can you just like tell people that I'm there so that I can talk to wrestling fans? Right. You know, and they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I. Because when I first started, I wouldn't do them. Mm-hmm. But the way our schedules kept coming. Yeah. Yo, they are forever busy. Like, no, they like, out here doing that doing, damn thing. They still have regular lives, you know? Right. So it's like, fam, like, when do you sleep? <laughs> right. <laughs> we, man, we be getting too hot to do stuff sometimes. <laughs> like, we were supposed to record a lot. Because I'm always, the thing is that because I'm always traveling for work, mm-hmm. that kind of fucks us a lot. Because I'd be like, yo, I'm in Florida for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm in Florida for three weeks. Or, yo, I got to go to Virginia for a week. I got to go to Shine, you know. So, we'll do... Yeah. And I prefer, like, the in-person mm-hmm. thing because you just get that vibe, which you probably got, too. Like, yeah. you sitting in a bar, people getting lit, people coming in like, yo, man, Kurt Angle's the best wrestler of all time. Suck my dick. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wow, okay. So you said suck my dick? All right. Yeah. <clears throat> just write that. Thank yeah. you, sir. <laughs> I, I, you know, I like that shit, you know. So, like... I really appreciate them, like, going out that extra way just to tell people to come talk to me. Mm-hmm. That's why I got, like, a lot of chunk of my interviews done. You know, I think I got, like, six people that day. That's dope. Are you going to their SummerSlam thing? I'm going to try. I don't know yet. It mm-hmm. all depends on, you know, this shit with yeah. the job. So I I will be there if I can. And if I am there, I'm going to be lit. Hell yeah, um, yo. It's, it's, it's a trashy time. Like, we went for SummerSlam. And first of all, my only complaint, if I could, Jobbeteers, I don't know if this pertains to y'all or management, is the chairs are hella uncomfortable. <laughs> like, to sit there for eight plus hours, yeah, I'm like, yo, my ass is falling asleep. I think that, that's more of a criticism <laughs> on the fucking WWE shows. Yeah. Like, you know, like, Hell, Matt Long, day. I'm like, yo, like, this does not need to be Half this long. Half matches are raw matches. <laughs> it's it's like, like, yo, bro, I don't care about another Baron Corbin match. 
Um, no lie though, Baron Corbin, I dig him as a heel. Like his heel work, He's he great. looks like an amazing chili server, and it's oh, great. Like he can make you up that <laughs> but um, I don't care. But yeah, like, I feel like they they overload the card with too many matches that matches that could be on just the show. Like yeah. it could be on Raw, it could be on SmackDown. I don't think it needs to be Raw. That's just like vignettes, mm-hmm. like. 30 minutes of the gets. <laughs> it's like, I, give me a six-minute match. I don't care. Exactly. Say, I don't want to see. <laughs> uh, well, the shit that really made me mad was the uh, KFC honey gold. Yo. Barbecue, golden, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck about this. Like, when they had that little mini Royal Rumble, everybody dressed up like the colonel. I'm like, yo, this yo, just yo, sucks. Yo, send Send like that shit to the dark zone, bro. <laughs> so that shit to the shadow realm. <laughs> I don't want to see this shit. Send that shit to the chalk zone. Just yeah, like draw a circle. Yeah. <laughs> Throw that shit in there. <laughs> Take that shit around. So have you been? Um, you mentioned earlier that you have been listening. I'm sorry, following like the indie stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Do you prefer? Indie stuff versus WWE, or is there elements of each that you just kind of appreciate overall? All right, here's my controversial view. Oh no, I gotta turn off the AC for this one. All (laughs) right, I think there is no real difference between indie stuff and WWE. Because a lot, I agree. A lot of a lot of stars that you see now in the Mm -hmm. WWE are indie wrestlers. Yep, and vice versa. You know, I think like. Truly, they've only made like two superstars in the mm-hmm. last couple of years that are kind of like WWE wrestlers. The only thing that's really different is the production quality. Yeah. You know, so I don't care about if you are a WWE wrestler or a indie wrestler. I care more about what you are trying to convey. Mm-hmm. storyline in your match. Right. You know, like, I like a lot of more, we're going to say, quote, indie mm-hmm. storylines because some of them are a little bit more original, a little bit more daring. Right. Um, like, the best one to me that I've never seen before was old school PWG. Okay. There was uh, a faction... It was Joey Ryan before he became Dick Flipman. Yeah. <laughs> Shout was, out to Joey Ryan, yeah, you know, making money off the off the dick. Off dick flips. <laughs> no, I don't got to kill myself, but I'm getting money still. <laughs> right, like, dick, not even dick flip, but he pays you to take a picture with him and hold in his dick. Yeah, like, what? like, he's like, yo, you could be like, yo, $30, you could take a picture with me and my dick. And I'm like, yo, that's... No, yeah. You are finessing I'm everybody. Like, you, you are truly hustling forward, <laughs> exactly. bro. Right? So there was a storyline. It was him, and he had a, a tag team partner called Scott Laws. Mm-hmm. They were called the X Foundation. And it was typical, you know, like, tag team dissension and shit. So they were beefing mad hard, but they kept the titles. They always kept the titles. Wow, that's some... still beefing. That's some heel shit. So, fucking... They had a match. It was a ladder match. And the winner got to be tag team champion. Mm-hmm. And he got to pick his partner. And the loser just was lost everything. Damn. You know, so they had like a scrappy ass little war and shit. Mm-hmm. And then Scott lost, beat Joey Ryan. 
and then he formed another tag team with another dude called Arrogance. Wow. You know, but like, <laughs> I've never seen a storyline like that where it's like, me and you are beefing so hard. And management's like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> like, yo. We're going to put this shit in the ladder and y'all got to fight for it. And I've never, and it was, it was a, it was a good ass storyline, you know. So, like, I think I care more about that than anything else. That's why I kind of like New Japan a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because their match quality and type says more non-verbally. You know? Than it does like when they're doing promos you know? and stuff, and that whatever. That's right. because it's a foreign company. And they don't. They speak maybe twenty mm-hmm. percent English, but like I'm still watching your shit. Right. And I think social media has kind of just played a role in getting that out stuff out there. Because you know, twenty years ago, you only heard about this stuff if you either traveled there or you had you know heard from somebody who was there. Mm-hmm. Now it's like you can go on YouTube and look it up. You can go on the dark net if you know <laughs> look it up. I didn't have to say it like that. I just it was like for dramatic effect. <laughs> the dark net, the Silk Road. All right, Peter, the Silk Road, yo. Yo, that shit was lit. <laughs> That shit was so lit. R&P to the Silk Road, yo. The, F, the feds are out here. Yo, that shit was so <laughs> illegal, though. It's, it's like, oh, wow, I can buy discontinued Oreo cereal and a child. Yeah. <laughs> like, or, yo, nigga, I can get spores to make shrooms. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> but I don't know. I'd be too shook to order something and just waiting for that shit to come in the mail. Like, I, I feel like I was automatic cup. Right? <laughs> I'm like, yo, shook. For life, like it's not like I'll look at my mailbox and be like, nope, nah. Yeah. Like, oh, I think you dropped this off at the wrong house. It's I not. I'm sure you gotta like have, like, gotta have a, a separate PO box. Hell, that. not even. You gotta have <laughs> that shit. Like your dead grandmother's house, you leave that shit there. Let <laughs> it rock for like two yeah. weeks, and if it's still there, then you like Imagine go. Big Road during Amazon Prime, <laughs> nigga. They're like, oh, okay, I need some hair products, I need some diapers, and um, AK-47, yeah. okay. <laughs> exactly. You're like, add two, add two more dollars for, <laughs> for free shipping. <laughs> like, okay, I guess I'll, mm, why not, just an extra little MDMA, whatever. <laughs> uh, fuck it up, you know. I mean, it's uh, Amazon Prime. <laughs> so, like, yeah, that shit is wild. Um... Uh, to answer that second question, hopefully I will have a part of the article ready mm-hmm. by my birthday, which is July 13th. Hey. Um, so oh, that's like not, that's yeah, like what, next week, right? Yeah. That's cool. What you doing? I'm working on it now, and like I'm, like, I'm, I'm breaking the shit down, and I'm realizing that these people are stupid. It's not, <laughs> people are wild. But like, what I'm realizing is that I'm trying to, I'm trying to prove that wrestling is the new Greek anthology. Oh. You know. Okay. It's, it's a giant odyssey that we're all going on. You get to see a character from start to finish. Like it's true. You know, like let's just put HBK for example. Mm-hmm. He went from. Yo, Gina was here. She was like, because that's her favorite wrestler. Like she would, she would leave. Like, yo, you're not leaving until I finish telling you about HBK. I'm like, you know, oh damn. Like, but like his shit is like a true, like, like some Homer shit. Because mm-hmm. you know you start off with your homie, and then you and your homie split up, 
you feel with him when you go out like arrogant tour of how you're the greatest and then you fall from grace mm-hmm. you're wasting your talent and then you make this miraculous comeback right you know and you tear it up and then you walk you walk to the sunset gracefully even though you were defeated you know like all that emotion, all that, that. Now, when you say it like that, like it really does sound it's, like an ancient story of like, like, like wow, like this is a or true just hero. look at Johnny versus Tommaso. Yeah, just, you know, wow. like you and your friend, you and this, you you two nobodies form a friendship mm-hmm. that's stronger than steel. He stabs you in the back. You climb all the way from the depths of your soul to fight to only be corrupted. Mm-hmm. And then you have to fight that corruption to get your ultimate prize. And then you fall from grace. Yeah. What happens from here now? You know, it's like, like when you, when I said it out loud, I was like, this is stupid. Like, there's no, no way, there's no way I can tie this together. And then like, you know, doing the themes and the emotion, I'm like, fuck, bro. It is. It, it, it really is like, you know, a lot of people think like, oh, it's, it's fake. You know, it's fake, right? But I'm like, dude. You know the Bachelor is fake? Yeah. You know, like, we don't watch wrestling because it's real. We know it's fake, but it's such a beautiful story. Like, where else are you going to get physical prowess mixed with storylines, mixed with an episodic... Like, yeah. you're not going to get that anywhere else and but wrestling. I think wrestling is probably the purest form of storytelling anywhere because... We, as the wrestling fans, become the actual story. Because mm-hmm. let's say you don't know about a match. I get to tell you my interpretation of the mm-hmm. match. And then you're like, oh, shit. Like, I oh, go snap. S- I never saw it I got to go yeah. see that. You know? That's how I found out about Valta. Okay. I didn't know anything about him. And, and then, then someone just kind of like, yeah, you're like, you ever heard, heard about this dude mm-hmm. in the overseas called Volta? And I was like, what the fuck? And I think that's about? how I got most of my information. Like, I will let you know, I'm not as big of an indie person. I think, if anything, my partner in crime, Gina, is mm-hmm. more than I am. Um, I, I mean, I'm following AEW, though. Mm-hmm. I will say that because I used to watch Being the Elite on YouTube. And it is fucking hilarious. Yeah, that thing broke so many okay. barriers. Yeah, like, it was... Being the Elite was just hilarious to me. I'm like, yo, like, this is funny. Like, it's a fucking YouTube show about wrestlers just doing dumb shit. Like, this is right up my alley. And then, you know, when they formed it, I'm like, oh, great. And, and I, I do watch WoW um, mm-hmm. a lot because mm-hmm. shout out to my women wrestlers out there. And um, I don't catch it, like, all the time. I'll watch it, you know, when I have time. And also the social media is like, yo, you have little clips here and there you could just watch on the mm. go and it's cool. Um, personally, though, I guess because I grew up with WWE, it just holds a sentimental part of my life. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to watch something that is not WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that it's bad. Every All type of wrestling has good and bad in it. Yes. Right? True. So, like, I can say, hey, I saw this match at WWE, and that shit was five stars. And then I can say, hey, I watched this New Japan match, and this shit was five stars. Or I watched a New Japan match, and that shit was ass. Yeah. But um, a lot of the devices that comes into, when, you know, when you speak your opinion on the different brands is, 
You know, it's never in between. It's either yes or no. no. And I think a lot of people need to learn. It's like, you know, everyone has their own interpretation, like you said, yeah. of a match. Like, you can find the match to be amazing, and I'll be like, I don't know, right. man. I think yeah, it was that. So I have a question for you. Did you ever watch ECW? Yes. Not religiously. Um, so I grew up in the Bronx, and we had one TV. That, I think that's why, like, you are, are so um, faithful to WWE. It, yeah, it's probably. Because yeah. we had one TV, my brother's like, yo, ECW, ECW. I'm like, all right, calm down. Put it on. Yeah. And, I mean, I've watched it. It's... A lot of their matches are ass, though. So. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> Okay. But it's like, like oh, he threw a chair in his face. Yeah, like, oh, my God. Oh, he's bleeding. Oh, my good God almighty. They it's, spit it's, a chick. Yeah, oh. like, as a kid, it's like, oh, my God, this shit is awesome. I want to do it right now. But then you're like, mm, is this really good content? <laughs> is this good shit? Is this what Vince would call good shit? <laughs> Such good shit. Such good shit. And I was uh, like, I don't know about that, Chief. That is the funniest quote of 20. It really is. <laughs> Because, like, the scene said that, like, I think every wrestling fan just imagine him. <laughs> especially with that fucking... Because we can see that fucking puppet. Oh, or <sighs> the, um, the fucking... Where Dean had to get the, the fucking... The shot. Yeah. That's such a good shit. Like, you fuck. You just... You just, you just burned his whole heel turn with this one promo. <laughs> Such good shit. <laughs> so I yeah. So um, if anything, I'm mainly NXT, mm-hmm. um, and of course the WWE and AEW, and and you know if there's a G1 thing going on like New Japan shit, I'll Starts watch today. it with my friends. Um, Starts but today. I'm not like a yeah. I I'm see. hyped for it. Yeah, today, I'm not bro. like yo. I'm gonna stay up. I gotta watch this shit. You know, because it's like, there's other th- things that I like to do. Yeah. Like, sometimes there's too much wrestling. I agree with that. And it's like, yo, I kind of want to, like, listen to music, watch a movie, something like that. So, um, and that's also, you know, I think a lot of people think that your wrestling fan is wrestling 24-7. It's like, yo, some of us like to fuck. Yeah. Like, some of us like to smoke and chill. and Some of us like to eat government cheese sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> You know, <laughs> some of us like to go out, shoot photography, and or sleep or whatever. Yeah, so, shit. and um, I think that that's what we've been trying to do with our podcast. It's like, yo, and actually, before I get into that, something that you had mentioned was about the crowd that you saw at the indie show. Yeah, growing up, we're two people of color, in New York. You know, you say you like wrestling. If you were not a little a boy under ten years old, you were a fucking lame. Yeah. Like, if you were not male, under 10 years old, and you said you like wrestling, they would be like, yo, that's corny shit, that's fake shit. Yo, people, real people getting shot out here. People you lame, bro. Like, yo, that's gay, son. You watching like, that soap opera shit, nigga. Exactly. It's like, no, it's fucking cool. But then Stone Cold come out. I think Stone Cold made it cool to, like, wrestling. I, funny you thing know? is, I interviewed somebody, and he said Stone Cold made being... Um, a blue-collar white dude cool to the black youth. Yes. It was like, he was just... Shout out to that guy. He was just like, yeah. It's true. Like, he just made he just made being... He just made that shit cool yeah, because he everybody. Exactly, because he just... It was like, yo, I'm anti-authority. You know, 
I'm, I'm talking shit. Yeah. I love God. I love beer. Like he, came, <laughs> he kept it real simple. And a lot of people were like, yo, I could relate. I love God. I love beer. <laughs> that really is Stone Cold right there. I love God. I love beer. I talk shit. Stunning. Exactly. Like, it was just, and, and fucking, my dude was wrestling in cut-off jeans, shorts, <laughs> like, and a fucking vest. You telling me with a puka shell. That was back, that was old, no. that was old Stone Cold with a puka shell. Mm. Like, I'm like, yo, people were like, yo, that, that looks hard. Little, where's little gold chain on? Is that? Come on. Bro. People were just like, yo, I want to be Stone Cold. Right? I want to be Stone Cold. Like, it just, you know, it, it connected. Like, when you could c- connect to a Southern audience, you're going to win. Yeah. And then when you can connect to a young black audience, you're going to win. Yeah. So he, he found middle ground. And to this day, like, fucking rappers are c- calling themselves Stone Cold and that. Another person who really made it cool, and I think... Once wrestling, you know, just transcended into hip hop, mm-hmm. that's when it started becoming cool. Like Jake the Snake was someone whose name was dropped in hip hop a lot. Like MF Doom drops Jake the Snake all the time, all the time. because you know it's like he had that 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 like mafioso. I was thinking about the same line. Yo, we're right here, dude. We're I right know. here. <laughs> like he, you know. Jay the Snake, he was also someone that it was like he was real cerebral, mm-hmm. and he was just like, like a lot of us were like, "Yo, that's our mom." When when they told us to put that shit back in the supermarket, <laughs> you're like, "Yo, let me talk to you, son. <laughs> put your motherfucking shit back." He's <laughs> like, "Oh, shit, I'm scared." Like, I'm scared. And he had a snake. Like as kids, you're like, "Yo, you love animals. It doesn't matter how venomous an animal is. And animals are a, cool." And he had a motherfucking snake. Exactly. Like you're like, "Yo, I want a snake too." Just like Jake's the snake. And, and my mom is like, "Get nah, the fuck out of here." Out here. They got feed them rats every day. <laughs> Get out of here, bro. So. Yeah, so I think once that transcended and once, it, it, you know, it just became cool. And I think now, yes, it, it may feel like pandering to some, but no, I'm glad that a lot of these promotions are taking the time to realize, hey, our fan base is changing. Yeah. Like, it's no longer Corey in his trailer park. We got, you know, Shanika up in Harlem watching this shit with mm-hmm. her homegirls. We got homeboy Tyrone with his boys rolling in with Tim's and, and NXT shirts. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's like another thing I was like going over with. Um, I'm going to say two things. The first thing is I feel like New Japan is better trying to get to the global market because mm-hmm. they do shows globally. Yeah. You know, like, you know, WWE, they say they're a global brand not because they produce and show their show globally, but they all, you can name, yeah, you go in like three countries, they always, it's, they do a European tour, mm-hmm. they go and get that Saudi blood money. <laughs> that Arab money. <laughs> you know, that Shout be- out to the Arab listeners, by the way. That, yeah, cool. That, that beheaded money. <laughs> and then they go in America, you know? But like, and Canada. You know, Canada, but <laughs> that shit really don't count. It's like right there, you know? But like, How awesome would it be if you had, like... You don't need to be employed to get employee-level vision coverage. If you're retiring soon and looking for a way to continue caring for your eyes, get a VSP individual vision plan at vspdirect.com. 
Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. If they did their four big pay-per-views, each one was in a different like country. Like you did the Royal Rumble in right. Great Britain. Or, that shit would be or fire. Or you did SummerSlam in Africa. Right. You know, like make it more global because I feel like New Japan is starting that trend. Mm-hmm. Like they did their... Like they'll, bu- they'll do their big shows at a... And it, it, I, I can see that because it's like... You do your, yeah, of course, America, you know, fuck yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> At the same time, it's like you do have global audience that wants representation. They want to see and it. And they want to see it there, too. Yeah. Like, motherfuckers and I, you know, we got a lot of listeners in the UK. They be tweeting us like, yo, I'm staying up for fucking 5 a.m. to watch this shit, mate. Yeah. Like, it's fucking late, mate. <laughs> Like damn, so that yeah, sucks. That's, that's, it's like eight p.m. But that's here. love, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, they should definitely. And yeah, they do the tour, but it's like you don't see the shows. It's fucking house shows. It's like why don't you do a pay per view? Well, hot like like a real pay per view. Don't create a brand new one just for like know, a super showdown. That, that that's a is, that's a yeah. glorified house show. Like yeah, you know. Um, I like the fact that. Even though I just saw the, the Melbourne one for mm-hmm. New Japan and it felt kind of house showy, yeah. I feel like it was in the right direction because I got a feeling within like next two years, mm-hmm. the G one's going to be a global event where like where they're like yo, they're going to be like each fucking each fucking like G one day is going to be like a different a different fucking country. You know, we're going to well, be in you know, Dallas. It's kind of expensive. You know? It is, but to like that. when you, I I think. If you're shooting for a global target, mm-hmm. like you don't have to do like t- like twenty five percent of the globe, right? As long true. as you can get like five percent or lower, the shit's gonna work out because mm-hmm. you're gonna sell out because motherfuckers motherfuckers want to see it. Mm-hmm. Like, look at the Dallas show. The fact that they're doing a show in Dallas, right? You, blows my you mind. would never. You're blows like really Dallas. Mind. Like motherfuckers are coming here. You know, you don't speak no English. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, well, yeah, barbecue. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. I only understood one word. That was barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> so that shit, is, that shit is wild. But another thing was um, during doing this, I found out about, it was called uh, the World Peace Event. World Peace Event, okay. Uh, all right. So this is the largest attendance of any sporting event ever. I think it was like over 150,000 people. Jesus. Where, what is this for? This was in North Korea. Wait, hold on. What? Yeah. How so, people got there? So, listen. Back <laughs> in the, survived? <laughs> back in the day, not, what's the nigga name now? Kim Jong? No, no. Whoever hit He's this, Kim Jong-un the something. Kim the Jong-un. I don't know. His pops pops. Okay. Right? He had a heart attack. The un before the un. Yeah, the All un right. before the un. <laughs> His pops had a heart attack and died in office. Oh, right? Wow. Then Antonio Inoki, the wrestler from Japan, he was running for a seat in Japanese, like their Congress, 
to be like a you know a Japanese version of a right. soda, right? So he decided he was going to do this thing called the World Peace Event in North Korea, where he got Japanese wrestlers mm-hmm. and American wrestlers to fight for the Korean crowd, so that wow. yeah, so that he can like, when did this happen? Like I think like eighty something. Wow, I've never heard of this. This, this is, is such a cool story. This shit is wild. So like, uh, and the North Korean people agreed to it so that they can almost use it as propaganda right, to right. get the spirits of North Korea because like your greatest leader just mm-hmm. died. So they they got a couple of like uh, Japanese wrestlers and a lot of wrestlers from WCW. So they had like Ric Flair and shit going out there. What? And it was like a real super hush hush thing. Like, when you got there, you couldn't talk shit about North Korea or of whatever. Of course, yeah, yeah. Like, one motherfucker, he was calling his wife, and his wife was like, you're not in North Korea, you out here cheating on me with the boys. <laughs> and the motherfucker was like, I hate it here. North Korea sucks. And then his phone went off. And the North Korea was like, yo, what up, bro? You can't oh, be talking nah. shit. Yeah, so they like... Can't, they pull up with the black van. Yeah, so you, if you have a chance, like... Just type it on YouTube. I think it's called the World Peace Event. There's somebody who does like a nice like 30 minute like speech about it. It's fucking wild. And it was and it's even crazier because it was like a mandatory event you had to go to. Mm-hmm. And wow. the wrestlers were talking about how like it was really weird and how like no one really popped and shit. Right, because like they're like hmm, because okay, like great. on a sub note is like. Korea, their two biggest rivals at the time mm-hmm. was America and Japan. So you they're had, like, yeah, I'm not cheering for these. You know, so you had like two Japanese, you had all these Japanese American fighting each other for your amusement. But like, I don't give a fuck about mm-hmm. this. But the main event, they kill each other. Yeah, the main <laughs> the main event was Ric Flair versus Antonio Noki, right? Wow. And that's the first time the crowd popped because there was a Korean wrestler. From back in the day, mm-hmm. and the person that he trained was Antonio Inoki. Ah. So in their eyes, it was like Korea versus America, and Korea's beating the shit out of America. They're like, yeah, yeah, fuck that American. Yo, watch Yo, it. Crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Cause, I've never heard of that. Yeah, because that, like, that sounds nuts. I, saw, I would never. I'm sorry, as a wrestler. Like, even now, you know, like when they go to Saudi Arabia and, you know, how people be like, yo, I can't go. Or, not, like, there's a difference between I can't go and, I, and I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. You know, like, Daniel Bryan was very adamant, like, I'm not going to Yeah, that I'm shit. not going you know, Adam shit. Cole has said that, I'm like, I'm not going yeah. to that. Sammy Zayn, of course. Dude, he's, he's like, no, yo. he's not. Fuck that. He's like, yo, y'all got me the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I better give me a belt before I do some right. shit like that. <laughs> And then, you know, Alistair couldn't go because of his tattoos. Yeah. They were saying how, oh, he has a lot of religious tattoos, and they're going to find that offensive. And oh, then I'm like... I bet he was really heartbroken about he's that. Like, oh, damn, that's. I've got to take that fucking long-ass Yikes. flight. Yikes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mm. Oh, my wife can't even come. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Shout out to him. Yeah. His wife is... Yo, Zelina? First of all, I didn't even know that they were dating. It, out of nowhere, they're married. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, you know who's also another couple that's like mad left field? You know who... Andrade and Charlotte. No, no, no. Um, who was the dude that used to talk about Rusev Day? I forgot his name that quickly. 
Oh, um, Aiden English? Aiden English, you know. And Eddie Girl's daughter. Yo! Yep, they're married. That shit yeah. fucked me up. She looks just like her dad. Yeah, I was like... She's so cute. I saw I saw her and I was like, oh, da-da-da-da. And yep. then it was like, it was a picture of her and him. And yeah, I was like... It, they don't... It just looks so crazy. You'd be like, wait. How did this happen? What's up with you, bro? <laughs> He probably got a big ass Rusev day. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess yeah, that works. Hey, man. Exactly. Love so, love, um, and then uh, Sean Spears, aka oh, 10. Perfect 10. Yeah, it's hot He's ass with, wife. Um, uh, what's her name? Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce, there you go. Whew. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, we are the iconics. <laughs> I I love that tag team, but their their titles are a joke. It, yeah, it's like we were so excited when they were going to present the women's tags. I was like, oh, this is great, and then they were like, oh yeah, all the brands. I'm they like, haven't won one what? match since they got those titles. I'm sorry, I haven't even seen them. one meaningful match. Yeah. you know. So it's like, what is the point? Yeah, Maybe I feel like there's too many belts. Um, and I feel like because we have so many belts and they're always focusing on the top guys, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, we like this. This is what happens with the audience, right? The audience goes for what you don't force down our throats. Mm. All right. So I will say um, I'm a Roman stan. I'm going to mm-hmm. let you know right now, right, Roman. right in this day, Roman, Roman Reigns. It's Roman, Roman Reigns. Reigns. <laughs> like, like, like Nicki Minaj. Went. Uh, oh, remember Nicki had a, a Alter Ego Roman? Uh, 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 Romani, whatever. Or something? Yeah, Roman, some shit. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, it was a deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, people were always like, yo, you're being shoved down our throats. I was like, you know, if you really sit back and you watch objectively, he's really not. He is in a lot of stuff, I will say this. But when you think about it, my man was taking L's happily with no question. Because you have some wrestlers who, because of their ego... They would refuse to do certain things. He dropped the title to Sheamus. Yeah. Like, and then that that fucking Royal Rumble that he should have won, which fucking Batista won. I'm like, well, you really think about it? He's the guy who says, yeah, I'll do it, whatever. Right? Because his ego is not bruised. It's yeah. like, yeah, I'll do whatever it takes to be the con- it's just people felt like, oh, he's just in everything. I'm like, well, maybe if we had other people to step it up. I, like, if anything, I think that they're given a lot of opportunity to Seth Rollins. See, uh, to conflict your point about there's too many belts, I think there is the right number of belts. It's just that the brands don't feel different. So mm-hmm. none, of the, none of the belts feel like yeah, it's they like, have any weight. You know, like, I feel like Kofi Kingston's title means a lot more than Seth Rollins' title just because mm-hmm. of the competition he has faced. You know, I believe Seth Rollins is the better, more versatile wrestler, mm-hmm. but Kofi is the better champion. Yeah. You know? Because it's like, okay, well, I'm like, yo, how long has Seth had this belt? I'm like, okay, you have it, but you're not doing much since to elevate the belt. Like, yeah. we're happy it's off of Brock, I will say that. But we're just getting the same thing. But exactly. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm not even looking forward to that. TL, that Extreme Rules match, where it's just going to be garbage. Got I wouldn't say like it's not. <laughs> it's not going to be like 
a garbage match was not going to be entertaining. It, I'm yeah, it's just going to be like right, like garbage. Like I don't care about it. Like, yeah, I like I would much rather have just two regular singles matches. Give, mm-hmm. give, give Seth Rollins uh, an opponent that I thought he'll never fight before. Like. Mm-hmm. I, Give me, give me Seth versus Shelton Benjamin. I don't care. Right, like something just, just uh, something. Yeah, I don't know. It's like they're doing this thing where they have like this this group of like this clique of people that they just constantly push. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, like I will tell you right now, I prefer SmackDown because of its randomness. Yes. Like SmackDowns, sometimes I have no idea what I'm going to get from SmackDown because I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot that they're still a might, some, Sometimes you just might, <laughs> SmackDown will just be raw light. Exactly. You know? But, um, you know, now we're ushering this new era. We have Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff. So how do you feel this. about, did you watch the most recent Raw I, this right. week? Yes, all right. Did you feel a difference? I felt the difference. I felt it was a little bit more grittier, which I like. Yeah. Um, it was a little weird. My only issue is that I think that the main issue about Raw is that sometimes it wings in the middle. Yeah. Cause the main and that's e- where they're trying to capture the most audience. Because it's like, yo, it's three hours. That's yeah. a lot. The main event, I love that. That whole mm-hmm. storyline. Because you're elevating the U.S. title... And you're making the click again. I'm yeah, that, I, I found I like. it really good. The beginning, two monsters fighting each other, great. Because the only way it's supposed to happen, Bobby Lashley has to win. Mm-hmm. And he has to face Seth Rollins for the title. Right. That's the, that's the only thing that needs to happen out of this. But it's just, I think the reason why it wanes is because this whole Shane McMahon shit. Yeah, it's like, dude, you had your glory, you had your moment, and we appreciate everything you fucking do. Because I will say this, that WrestleMania match, him versus The Miz, I was pleasantly surprised. He's a good wrestler. I think the only issue is, um, I love him taking the piss. Saying that he's the best wrestler in the world, yeah. where he's clearly not. I'm even, like, he's not even top ten. Nah, like, but you may be like best character, one of the best characters around, and I will give him credit for his consistency to always go there. But it's like, yo, my boy, you're part of the Silver Daddy Club. You gotta hang it up. Yeah. Do the back like you don't yo you survived the helicopter crash you are but that's that's good. The, that's the thing it's <laughs> like he, the reason why the whole Shane McMahon thing is so just boring I'm gonna say because he's never got his comeuppance mm-hmm. like he beat the Miz twice and then what happens it just it's like okay oh, what whatever. are we doing yeah, yeah we, we just don't know what we're doing with this yeah All right, he beat Roman Reigns clean. For that sudden blood money. <laughs> <laughs> that blood, that money. Blood, that blood money. <laughs> I'm going to name the episode Blood Money. <laughs> I'm going to put that with D-A-T. <laughs> but it's like the reason why you're tired of shame because like you feel like he will never get his comeuppance. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to lose, or you need to just get your ass just get whooped. Got out, yeah. And I don't want to see you fight the Undertaker. Yeah, no. Like, like, and see, this is crazy, right? I was in Orlando when Undertaker had the match with Roman. Like, I lost my shit. I heard both entrances at Wrestle. First, I was at WrestleMania, and it was on my birthday. 
like hype. The hype level was crazy. Crazy. Then I saw Roman, aka my future <laughs> baby daddy. Then I saw the Undertaker, and then like it was crazy because of course they didn't show this. The Undertaker like takes off his coat, takes off his hat, takes off his gloves, and puts it in the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. Like that shit was emotional as fuck, and he waves goodbye to everyone. I'm like, yo, this is this is the last day we're gonna see Undertaker, yo. Now on Raw. <laughs> I'm like, hold up, hold up. I thought my boy Mark Calloway retired. What's going on here? Why is he back? Why is he fighting Gold- Goldberg? <laughs> so it's like, what is going on here? Like, I hope that with this new direction, when they say I'm going to let something die, I need that shit to die. Yeah. Like, you're going to tell me, hey, you know, I quit match. You're going to quit for real. Yeah, you're going to you be gone. You are no longer allowed. You can work behind the scenes. I don't care what you do. You want to work in catering? You're going to make the, the pancakes for New Day? Shout out to the intern, by the way, who got to make those pancakes. Uh, I'm, waiting, <laughs> I'm waiting for Batista to make his unretirement. Oh, no. Because he said, yeah, I'm retired. I'm like, yeah, nah, he, I don't nah, see Nah, you know what it is? I think that, you know, about that whole Guardian shit that happened? I feel like he was like, yo, I'm running low on the funds. So I'm going to just go back, he came, get this is, quick. Did you uh, <laughs> ever, like, see the uh, interview he did about how he was flat broke? Yeah, I did. I was like, damn, where? I was like, how? But then, again, that just, sho- that just shows you how unstable sometimes being a wrestler is because... Mm-hmm. He was flat broke within like two or three years after right. he was, I at was the, like after he was at the height mm-hmm. of his career. Like I was like, how? Like you, you better, were hot. You better start. You know. You better start now with the Guardians' money, I'm like, you better be investing. You better diversify your portfolio. Are you right? going to go and get that Saudi <laughs> <blood> <laughs> Shout out to Saudi Arabia. Yo, nah, no I'm about to get mad no fucking death threats. Yo, this podcast is about to be like, they're like, yo, I don't appreciate you guys talking about Saudi Arabia like that. I'd be like, really, sir? I saw your Twitter. You were talking I mean, shit about that. I'm about to say something. You like when you just reply like, Durka, 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 Durka. Oh, wow. <laughs> actually, crazy thing you say that because I was actually watching Team America. No, that movie is so good. America, fuck yeah. <laughs> No, that shit makes you. That's, that shit makes you feel so American. Nah, I can't. I'll be like, nah, I'm not American. Coming around to see the motherfucking day, yeah. America, fuck yeah. My, Actually, that's appropriate since so it's like right after July. <laughs> my shit is when like it's mad somber and he's like, America. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's July 5th. That's July 5th. So you coming over that hangover? Mind you, I had the <sighs> illest hangover yesterday. I had to work. No, my hangover was <laughs> fucking real. Ew, you were drinking Natty Ice? <laughs> no, I'm telling you right now. Natty Ice. America beers. I have balls, man. <laughs> <laughs> Natty Ice. Like, Amer- like, when I think about, like, America, because I'm a child of immigrants, mm-hmm. and to them, America is way different. So they tell us, like, yo, oh, you know. When I think about Americans, I think about Bud Light. Well, I think about um, hot dogs, the hot dogs, burgers. I think about um, rednecks or people with bad tans. Is it like mad fireworks? Uh, fucking flip uh, flip flops with hairy toes. Yo, the fucking Ameri- the the American flag shorts. <laughs> I just 
everything about Old Navy. This yeah. is like everything Dude. from Old Navy. That's just that. That's so gross because it's so true. <laughs> now, um, um, July Fourth in the hood is the dudes wear the camo shorts with the American flag yeah. shirt. <laughs> Niggas eating their plates on their lap. Hell yeah, and they letting off the fireworks. I'm like, yo, is that a gunshot or a firework? That sounds mm. like a Roman candle. That is a uh, firework, okay. <laughs> Nutcrackers being sold. Yo, actually I had one, fuck, a while ago. Yo. It's been a while. Side note, I live right next to the Brooklyn Bridge, so the fireworks is right by my house. Yeah. When I was Yo, did go- you see that from your house? That shit was lit. That shit was lit. But you know what's even later than that? All the niggas out there hustling. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to everybody that came <laughs> to that area just to sell flags. Shirts and nutcrackers. And weed, yo. Yo, bro, the, the dude that had nutcrackers, he was he was a true entrepreneur. Because <laughs> he knew the shit, he knew how the shit was. He came with his car the day before, parked wow. his shit. You know? That's smart. You know, got his shit in the car with the ice already. Right. All right, we got an international audience. We actually got people who are not from New York. Oh. You want to tell us what a nutcracker is? All right, so this is what a nutcracker is. It is a concoction. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Perfect word. It's a concoction. It is a concoction <laughs> made by some nigga in his apartment put into an old school, like, plastic milk jug. Right? Yes. Now the price can range from ten dollars for one to two for five. Okay? Right. But the best the math, thing, I don't know. Like know, the, the math the, makes, the shit no, makes sense. no sense. You can get three for six. What? I'm like, I'm sorry. Whatever. Cool. How are you cheapening it? The the best thing you are the, the first thing you always have to do when you before you buy nutcrackers you say to the man or woman. What's in this? <laughs> Usually it's either going to be Patron, Hennessy, or some shit you've never heard of. Or and a mix not, of all three. You know? <laughs> and nine times out of ten, you're going to drink that shit like this is bullshit. And in 30 minutes, your ass is going to be <laughs> lit. Now, the cool thing about the Nutcrackers is they come into different colors. No, I don't know. Not how necessarily a flavor. It's I don't know how color. I do that color <laughs> shit. I don't, I don't know how that, because sometimes it'd be like a blue. Yeah, so I'm going to let you right now. So blue is normally, they mix either the blue Gatorade or blue carousel, which is like a liqueur. It uh-huh. just makes a color. The red is normally red Kool-Aid or Hawaiian Punch, all right? Because I'd be tasting the crystals. I'm like, yo, yeah. the powder's not mixed enough. This shit tastes <laughs> like dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Then, if you hit up the Puerto Rican mommy on Coney Island, she normally has the white one, which is coconut. That shit is fire. And if you go up to the Bronx, you normally get the green one. Now, the green one... No, the green one is lethal, son. Stay away from that. Stay away from the green one because you will wake up in Idaho somewhere on a field. It's going to be like some Godfather shit. You You don't know how you got there? Is that yo? So... Yeah, you ask them what's in it. You may or may not get the truth. I don't know. <laughs> it's a real, it's a real <laughs> dice roll. <laughs> like I encourage people. Like if you come, to, you got to do New York twice. This is what I say. And I work in the travel industry. The first time you come to New York, definitely do the typical 
bullshit tour stuff. Yeah. Ooh, do it. Ooh, Times Square. Yeah, yeah do the Times like, Square. Do do it. Like, just get it out your system just so you can experience it. Come back to New York. Do real shit. Do all the hood shit. All right? Buy a nutcracker on a train. Get off at a stop you've never been on. Mm. Ask where the local bar is. Yeah. All right? Ask where the local pizza joint is. Go to Brooklyn, get some hood Chinese food. Not some fancy old dim sum, no. no. You need the fucking four chicken wings fried hard with pork fried rice. Chopped up. <laughs> now I don't like it chopped up. I actually like eating the wings. Nah. Like, I like breaking it apart. I got to yeah. do the chopped up because it, it makes me feel better. <laughs> it really does. That's how I know this nigga really was in there, like, working. Chopping no, my I, shits up, hot sauce. You know, no, or you could get like the. I like to get chicken broccoli because that shit is. Yo, that shit fire. is fire. With extra broccoli, dollar extra broccoli, right? Mm. And, um, you know, go to Washington Heights, hit up one of the hookah lounges. Like, you gotta do, you know, you like local some, stuff. You gotta, because, you gotta do some hood shit. So, you know, um, go we're gonna to be opening a dead ass, <laughs> dead ass girls tours. <laughs> 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 tours. All right, we're gonna have Justin do the photography. <laughs> They're like, okay, guys, and as you see here, this is the local crack house back in 1994. <laughs> this is where Big Pun did his first freestyle. <laughs> I'm trying oh, to think God. of like a really shitty car because you know they have like the little the, the, <laughs> the bus. <laughs> now we gotta take like we gotta um you know what we gotta do we gotta steal an uh, MTA bus. Oh wow! We gotta steal an MTA bus, With but no, not the new ones, like the old joints. No working AC. Hell no! Hell no! All the windows open. All the windows got to be open. All right, they be like, gotta do that. That shit would be kind of because they already got a speaker <laughs> exactly. on it. Exactly. Like as, as you look to your right, you notice. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Here, a drug deal gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, if y'all niggas look to the left, that's my nigga out there. Yeah. Everybody say yer. Yer. What is this yer? What is this yer? Oh, my God. Let me tell you a funny story. <laughs> what is this yer? Let me tell you a funny story. I was going... Where was I? I was on a train station. I don't know where the fuck I was coming from. Oh, I was coming from... Um, Harlem. Shout out to, do you know Tim Han Rivera? He does the Subway Royal Rumble shit. He does the Hollywood Hulk Hogan. No. Or he called it Hollywood Hogan. So he went viral um, years ago. He did the the Subway Mania. It was like him and his friend, they were just dressed up like wrestlers, and they had like a whole WrestleMania on the train. That's fucking wild. You gotta watch, it's fucking hilarious. He was promoting a second video, and he was like, yo, anyone going to come through and be in the audience? I was like, yo, this is perfect. I could get my podcast out there, you know, and plus I got to meet this cool individual. Um, happy belated birthday to you, by the way. 
and you know we were recording on the uh, on the on the subway platform. So you know the Citizens app. <laughs> All right, yo, we're recording. We're making mad noise. We have like a fake match, whatever. Yo, all our phones go off at the same time. The Citizen app. That shit said, group of unruly, aggressive individuals fighting in the subway. Someone called the cops on us. Yo, I was like, we're not even unruly. Like, we asked permission. <laughs> we have camera crew. Like, we have... We got the fucking permit. Exactly. Yo, he was like, yo, I was, I'm supposed to be here. So, on my way home, I'm waiting for the fucking four train. And then there's this dude on my platform. He's trying to, like, talk to his friend on the opposite side. Mm. He's like, you're... And the dude turned around like, you're... What's good, man? My G, right? So there's this European family of, like, tall, white, gorgeous people. They're mm. probably, like, Swedish or something. Because yeah. they were all pretty. Some northern shit. Right. I'm like, yo, how all of y'all look good? Mm. Even the baby. Like, what the fuck? So the, the kid... He looked like he was a teenager. He was like, York. I was like. <laughs> you going to go back over like, York? Yo, the dude on my side of the platform and the dude on the opposite side looked to him. Like, everybody on the platform looked like. Everybody did a, like, everybody collectively rolled their eyes. Like, it was so bad. He was like, Yort. I was like, oh, wow. Yort. We should start that. We should start that. Like, Yort. No, it's not. (laughs) It's not going to catch on. (laughs) You might get jumped. (laughs) Somebody look at me like, what the fuck you at, fam? (laughs) I'm at the Yort. I want your mama name. I don't know where your mama's staying. (laughs) Where your grandmama's staying. Now, um, I kind of want to go back to something you had said about the crowd of the, you know, of the indie show you went mm-hmm. to. Do you notice, you know, um, talking about WWE specifically, because, you know, they're like the global, like the it, you know, wrestling company. Do you see a change in like what the wrestler looks like? You know, because when you think about it years ago, it was always like some buff white dude. Mm-hmm. You know, long hair and super coked up. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, we have like Naomi represented for the beautiful dark skinned women. We have Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. You know, we have Ricochet. Like, do you see the landscape of wrestling changing where we're going to have more representation? Um, I'm going to say another controversial thing, too. Oh, no. I feel like there's always been black wrestlers and black. Oh, I thought you were going to say white power. I was like, no, oh, wow. Black wrestling. <laughs> fans Mm -hmm. it's just that there's always been a stigmatism Mm -hmm. because it's mostly a white wrestling world right you know so like you know we still had we still had you know ron simmons Mm -hmm. who was the first black (laughs) nwa champion like the fact that mark henry exactly so it's like booker t you know you know know, it's uh it's not the fact that like we like we never had that representation. It's just that they were never in the forefront, or they were always the the comedy act or yeah. some shit, you know. But now, I, I guess because of I'm gonna say the stigma of cancer culture, mm-hmm. it kind of like forces that hand a little bit, right? You know, especially if you're going to push the women. It's like, yeah, you're going to push these women who are still white, 
<laughs> you know, like why are you gonna why aren't you gonna push, you know, some of the brothers and the sisters mm -hmm. of other colors? And I think now because the WWE has been more uh, acceptant of taking like high class black wrestlers, more black wrestlers are getting the recognition that they sorely deserve. Mm -hmm. Like like Swerve, like Strange Strickland. Yep. That's my man's. That's I think that's one of, that's my favorite that's one of my favorite wrestlers. Him, Jay Lethal never gets the credit that he deserves. He wow, he's He's amazing. You kind of look cool. He's, because he's got the resemblance. Oh, I'll take it. I, if I could do that lethal injection, it's a wrap. He yeah. does it. He does it elsewhere, ladies. <laughs> Don't be telling my shit. <laughs> you know, um, the real dead ass hours. You know, um, fucking uh, a ricochet. Or, or the fact that even... If we're gonna like really talk about it, the first intercontinental champion for New Japan was mm -hmm. MVP. You know, like a black guy being a champion in Japan. A, in Japan, <laughs> re retarded. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you know, so it's like I think now because it kind of pushed to like the forefront. We're, we're almost a marquee now. It's become more accepted to like celebrate black wrestlers. And to add to that effect, it's. You know what you said The comedy Like Not only are we going to have Wrestlers of color Showcase But they're no longer Showcase only because They're race yes. like, They're not the running joke Because of And yeah We still have a couple Storylines that we need To work on And we still got a couple Things that need to be fixed But you know And AEW like um, Not only that But just like The emerges of the LGBTQIA yeah. community Alright You know like You have Sunny Kiss First openly gay male wrestler in mm -hmm. AEW. We have Nyla Rose, the first openly transgender female wrestler. You know, out like it's, you know, we're tapping into a market or tapping into the audience, the ever-changing audience, right? Because this is the future. The future is a person of color. The future is someone who's gay or someone who's trans or someone who's bi. The future is someone who just wants to watch wrestling for the story and the athletics. You know, I, I'm not, it's like, I'm not a black wrestler. I'm not a gay wrestler. I'm a wrestler. I'm a, I'm a fucking mm -hmm. wrestler. Exactly. And that's another reason why I really want to do this, the whole interview and Q&A stuff with people is because I'm really fucking sick and tired of people like Jim Cornette. Mm hmm and, and... Let's get and, into that. And, <laughs> and, and, and fucking Dave Meltzer and all these other people who... Like, who are saying shit or doing shit, not because it's bad wrestling. It's because like it's not what they have. They have their own clique and their mm -hmm. own cult that they follow, and they're looking for that pop. Mm -hmm. You know, because like I'm not a wrestler. I still want to get that pop. Mm -hmm. So like, fuck that guy. They won't survive. Yeah, yeah. Like you'll suck a dick, bro. Like, <laughs> like Jim Cornette. I will say he is an intelligent wrestling commentator of sorts. Like he he has this knowledge and perception of wrestling that I respect. But that is where the respect ends because I feel that in his own white male privilege, he fails to recognize that there are several like wrestling in itself is a subgenre yeah. of sorts. 
wrestling in itself is part of this subculture. And then within a subculture, you're going to have several other subcultures or subgenres, right? You know, like you have hip hop, and then you have like trap hip hop, you have country hip hop, you have underground hip hop. So when you think of it that way, it's like not everyone is going to understand why Joey Ryan wants to do a dick flip or why Priscilla Kelly is going to whip out a tampon and shove it down someone's mouth. Like, not everyone's going to understand that. And you have every right to feel that way. But you should not be shitting on that because you think wrestling should be this or wrestling should be that. It's like, there's so many interpretations of wrestling. Like, you know, you have wrestling in America. You have the luchadores in Mexico. Mm -hmm. You know, you have the cholitas in Bolivia. You have... The Japanese style wrestling, you have European style wrestling. It's like it's it's global, and because it's global, it's so different. And the differences should be celebrated. I will say this: there are some shit out there. I'll be like, nah, my guy. Like, I'm not a deathmatch person. Mm-hmm. But if you tell me deathmatch is your favorite form of wrestling, yo, kudos to you. Like the fact that you could stomach that, cool. So, at two points, uh, I'll do the deathmatch one first. Don't tell me you like deathmatch. No, uh, I have no problem with it. Okay. I'm not a big <laughs> fan of the whole weed whacker shit in the yeah, deathmatch. Yeah. That shit is gross to me. But I interviewed a person, and a guy was like, a deathmatch wrestling is his favorite, mm-hmm. and I wanted to go into why. Right. And he said, uh, the reason is because I feel like deathmatch wrestling is more real because you can't fake gravity. And you can't fake a trash can shot to your head. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like it's, it's, it, it's more enthralling to me because, like, you're, you're still putting that physical side into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, to go into the genre stuff, when I first started doing this, I remember I heard Sami Zayn talk about how wrestling is a sentence. Mm-hmm. Your moves are the sentence. And then your pin is the period. Right. You know? So I was like, damn, you know, that's, that's a really good analogy. But now, during this shit, I've realized that wrestling is more like music. Mm-hmm. You know? Wrestling, because, like, each type of match, I would say, is a different genre of, of music. Of music, yep. You know? And if you like a match, it's like a song, you're always going to rock out to it. Mm-hmm. You got your favorite parts, like, oh, she's the solo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> But I feel like people like Jim... And people like Dave, they they pigeonhole it. They've only they've only known one type of music that's been popular, Mm -hmm. you know. So it's like it's like Like, what's this trash? It's like it's basically (laughs) like like two life crew, you know. It's like what is this? This is trash. It's mad vulgar. It's vulgar because that's that's real, Mm -hmm. you know. And people want real shit. And you don't know how to handle that real shit because you never kind of grew up mm-hmm. with that type of thing. You know? And so it's just like, you know, shut the fuck up and have a Coke and smile. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, um, just to kind of talk about Dave Meltzer, you know, with his rating system, I feel like a lot of people have become prey to the rating system where instead of checking it out for themselves and instead of them forming their own opinion, they're so caught up on oh, well, Meltzer gave it five stars. He gave it seven stars. He gave it 25 stars. And it's like, well, why? Stars. stars. Right. Like, <laughs> stars. Like, it's like, okay, but 
you know, that's one guy. He's yeah. one person who saw one thing. I get it. He's an industry expert. I get it. He's been doing is it for he years. Though, like, is he really an expert or is he just a guy who's just been observing shit for a very for long time? For decades. And so, like, if, if he's an expert, am I an expert? Because I've been right. watching shit for 20 years. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, am what, I an expert? Like, there, there's no school for this. There's yeah. no, like, yeah. so fuck I, Meltzer, man. <laughs> like, I just couldn't. <laughs> fuck Meltzer. You can at him and say that fuck Meltzer, man. And it's like, you know, I agree. <laughs> but I think it's like, you know, a lot of people need to form their own opinion. And the wrestling community needs to realize that there are opinions out there. And you need to accept the opinions. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know if you're on Twitter, but I'm pretty sure you see, you know, if someone says one thing about one wrestler, that whole community, like, yo, you're a fucking piece of shit. Hope you fucking die. Nah, bro. So-and-so's way better. But who makes more money? Right. And it's like, um, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I got a lot of flack. Um, Actually, I'll tell you, I forgot what event we went. Damn it, I forgot what event it was. But we went to Legends, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was a Roman match, and everybody in there was a Roman hater. Me and my homegirl were like the only ones rocking. I was like, yes, Roman's gonna win this. Yo, we and everyone was like, oh, you only like Roman because you want to fuck him. I'm like, that's a perk, but whatever, bro. Like, you, it's it's levels to the love. That's when okay? you look at him dead in their face <laughs> and go, the only reason you wanna you like Sasha Banks is because you want to get up in them cheeks. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna say this: Sasha, uh, Sasha is a superior wrestler. She's a fantastic wrestler, but. Homegirl needs to fix the edges, and homegirl needs to fix the attitude. Yo, the that's edges, all. The edges be wild. The I, edges be out of. How I, you look like you just wrestled, that like you're only now entering the ring. My, I have no problem with <laughs> with the attitude, you know, because I feel like at a certain point you have to stand up for yourself as a wrestler because. She has been booked like bullshit the last like four That's years. That's true, yeah. So it's like... But at the same do time, I she also here? needs to realize that she was in everything when she first... Like when they pushed her from NXT to the roster, she was in every, you know, pivotal storyline. But it was like me and Charlotte. Me yeah. and Charlotte. Flip Charlotte, flop. Charlotte and I. <laughs> flip, flip flop in this title. You're a champion. No, you're the champion. Which is cool and all... But like I felt, I felt I felt her pain because I felt like she wanted, she wanted to make those women's tag team mm-hmm. titles mean something, and also give a breath of fresh air to NXT talent coming up too. Because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of spots for the women no. unless you're fucking Charlotte. I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Unless you're a fucking white girl with blonde hair, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So it's like. Mm. Yeah, so. And I, I don't mean attitude like what she's talking about. WWE. I support that. I mean like attitude towards the fans because I be hearing some fucking crazy stories and I be seeing some videos. I get it. Like you're <laughs> tired. You don't want to be taking pictures. I get it. People stink. You're tired. I get that. But homegirl, you gotta just I, just walk away, man. Yeah. You know, sometimes you gotta you gotta <laughs> you gotta shoot yourself into a work. Right. You know. But listen, we can sit here and talk about everything all day. We chop it up all day. I just want to let the Deadass family know, thank you for rocking with us. We are a year and a half into our podcast. We've had so many different guest hosts. Um, We have a lot of things coming up. 
you know, where the brand is expanding. We are trying to get our hands into everything. The brand is um, working out, trying to get a product. The, the, yo, are you are you Bodega Hive? Yeah, are you kidding me? That's it. Kidding me? Yo, this is like one of the best hosts I've had. Actually, I'm lying. I love all our guest hosts. Yo, you're Bodega Hive? I went to the pop-up store and, and saw them. Yo, the I got the suck my dick from the back t-shirt. I got the Bodega the, uh, chop t-shirt. Yo, oh, I was so mad because that shit was fucking sold out. I've been following them since their complex days. That's, like, that's yes. love. Like, I, yo, uh, yeah, so, yo, shout out to, yeah, the dead-ass girls right here are just kind of growing up, you know, we're blowing up, we're, we got international people, we got art now, we got the artists, the photographer here, all right, um, make sure you check us out, we are on SoundCloud, you know, we're not like a SoundCloud rapper, we actually got <laughs> legit episodes up there, <laughs> we are on CastBox for the international listeners, we are on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. We're trying to fix the Apple Podcast thing. It's an error on the link, so I'll actually look into that. Um, again, it is I, Giselle, a.k.a. Jizzy, a.k.a. Jizzy G6. Shout out to Gina. Thank you again for always letting me sit down with these awesome, colorful people. We got my man's Justin. Justin, take some time. Let them know who you are, where they can catch your work, how they can book you, how you can make money. I, so is that a Gundam pin? Yes. I'm out. Yo, my... Are we besties in real I mean, life? Like, are we secret besties? No, I'm, I'm everybody's friend. I sound like a hoe when I say You like really that. do. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have to wipe I'm that chair down. <laughs> I'm going to have to wipe that chair and mic. I'm going to have to burn All right, mic. So, so um, if you want to catch my work, uh, I'm only on Instagram right now. It's centipede style with an underscore. I'll spell it out Is for you. Is that a sex thing? No, nah, no. Nah. Like, what's centipede style? I. Are you a centipede? No, so to give you a little um, FY, you know, a little yeah, full about that shit, okay. there is a um, old school martial arts film called The Five Deadly Venoms. Okay. And each venom was a different style, and that style was like a different animal. There was the toad style, snake style, there was the uh, chameleon slash lizard style. And there style. was a, a scorpion style and a centipede style. Okay. And the centipede style I thought was the coolest, you know, because that nigga was in all red and his shit was he can kill you with a hundred kicks and a hundred punches, Jesus. you know, and like his montage was him just kicking mad fucking plates out the sky, hitting every plate. <laughs> the shit was fire, you know. So I decided that's dope to, though. That's a cool little place you know, to get your name from. You know, that's why. I, and if you look at my f- photography, I got mad pictures. So I'm again, yeah, I'm hitting you at every angle with different kicks. Hundred angles, you know? hundred photos. Exactly. So <laughs> if you want to catch my photography, uh, again, I'm on Instagram. It's spelled C E N T I P E D E style with the underscore. You know. I can't tell you how many <laughs> fucking people get it wrong. Has spelled my name with an S. Okay, I can see that, but I'm like, it's a fucking insect. How this can you see that? Like, <laughs> because on Instagram, people be like, like, remember old MySpace days where they used to use the Q for a G? Bro, if you <laughs> if you spell if you spell your E's with threes, jump off a bridge, bro. Real talk, just jump off a bridge. <laughs> Um, I got a website, but, like, it's still under construction because I have, like, almost zero time to fix it. Um, if you want to book me, just email me through Instagram, or you can email me. It's a uh, centipede style, 
at gmail to book me. I'm not that expensive. I'm like fifty dollars for an hour. You know, I can do. Yeah, I am. (laughs) Yo, to be honest with you, my my whole game plan is to to get known by at least one percent of Brooklyn by twenty twenty. That's dope, yo, you know, and I support it. If one percent of Brooklyn can know me, that's what at exactly. least that's what a hundred thousand people, right? Fuck, and you right. can you can up those rates, you yeah, know? Exactly. You so, might be in Miami shooting you know, models. Um, shit might go up because I I did um, I did a shot with uh, Jerry Springer. That's dope. For Met Magazine. Mm-hmm. So once that magazine drops, my fucking rate is going up. Yo, bro. yo, man, um, we out here. I got him you know, for free. Okay, you know I, I, mean? I I snuck in before he got famous, so you know next time he comes through the dead ass podcast, he's gonna be an all Versace with a Gucci belt. Nah, he's not even gonna look at me. He's gonna I'm, wear shades gonna, the whole interview. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have that Bill Gates swag. I'm gonna have Walmart <laughs> jeans on. The fucking the, the sneakers with the Velcro. The fucking Allbirds. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I'm gonna have Birkenstocks on with them. With them hospital, the exactly. sock shoes with the hospital socks. Yo, with the little grip on the bottom. <laughs> I would have one expensive ass piece of jewelry exactly. on. Like, what's and it's gonna be the, the randomest jewelry. It's gonna be like a fucking brooch. <laughs> <laughs> like gonna, this brooch costs more than yours. It's gonna be like a Caesar headband or some <laughs> shit. No, I'm gonna like Soldier Boy with the fucking stretched out Gucci headband. I'm out here. Yeah, he is. And, you know, um, again, thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you for your patience as I got yeah. here. Also, I'm going to be putting the links to all your stuff. Yeah, I so also the got the, family. I have the survey to take the wrestling questionnaire. I'm going to shoot it to you before yes. you leave. Make sure you guys you know. um, hit up the survey. You know, we want to hear from everyone. I want to actually take some time to shout out some people individually, personally, because you guys have been rocking with us for so long. All right. Um, my homeboy out in Cali, you already know who you are. Um, shout out to you and your vegan lifestyle, and shout out to the new baby, the oh. dead ass family baby. We're gonna send you a little baby Tim. Oh, shit. All right, so drop the drop the address. I <laughs> uh, wanna also shout babies. out, yo, yo, the dead ass brand is like people are having babies. We're having dead ass babies. It's great. Okay, babies. shout out to the Jabber Tears. I know. Listen, I know we having a heel moment with heel heat, but we love you guys. We always appreciate everything you guys are doing out there shout out to those wrestling girls you know the females are up in the game in the wrestling business mm. um you know rambo show mania we got to do a little smoke out session you know what i mean yeah i um, interview one of their peeps their peeps is mad cool yo they're hella cool they're like yo once the smoke session i'm like yo i'm free right now they don't call me baby lungs you all right Pulling out from 40 with the shorty. Hop the curb, hit your dog. Out here. (laughs) And as always, we are on so many platforms. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Tumblr. Fuck Tumblr for flagging us for adult content, but we're going to be out here. We are on Instagram. That is at DeadAssGirls. Twitter is at DeadAssGirls. Uh, Facebook is Jizzy Gina, but you can also follow the page, which is the DeadAssGirls Podcast. You want to send us an email? It's the deadasspodcastnyc at gmail.com. And as always, peace, love, chicken grease, goodbye. Ooh.
You don't need to be employed to get employee-level vision coverage. If you're retiring soon and looking for a way to continue caring for your eyes, get a VSP individual vision plan at vspdirect.com. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery! Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly.